you earn a living, you probably own a business, work for one, or want to start one. Business is central to your life. But do most business shows really speak to you? Today on the show, the billion dollar valuation of Balogu Let's talk about the stock market and Alaba market. Let's talk about share IPOs and diesel supply LPOs. Let's talk about Broad Street. The Nigerian Stock Exchange recorded an all-time high of and Balogun Street. Uh, the maximum I was spent on fuel to control hmm. was 4,000. On Balogun and Broad, Wednesdays at 5. Insider Lending, reducing your SME's hopes of getting a loan. Insider Lending and bank loans in general are in the news because of what happened last week with First Bank and the Central Bank. Basically, CBN stepped in, dissolved First Bank's board, appointed a new board. The regulator said that they intervened to make sure the bank remains stable, just like they did five years ago. And this brings us to today's business hard fact. According to the CBN, First Bank's ratio of non-performing loans was 24% in 2021. So that's part of why CBN apparently took action back then in 2016 to stabilize the bank. After all, First Bank is a major player in the banking sector. So if they go down due to bad loans, they may take the sector down with them. But Goblin and Mephila said it wasn't just that the loans were bad. It was also that most of those bad loans were what they call insider loans. An insider loan is when the bank lends money to a board member or a major shareholder or a top official in the bank. Now, insider loans are not illegal, but there are very stringent rules for them. The rules are to make sure the bank doesn't cut um, corners or play favorites just to do uh, preferential treatment, just to give preferential treatment to its um, its board members and, and management. But apparently, according to the CBN, First Bank was not following those rules. So when the CBN stepped in, they basically put First Bank on a workout program to reduce the weight of the non-performing insider loans. <laughs> and this got me thinking. Because anytime I talk to SME owners, SME managers, they tell me about loans. Or let me clarify. You talk to me about how hard it is to get loans. You tell me how the banks demand so much as collateral. They want the CFO to a house. They want an arm and a leg. They want your firstborn. And even when you're able to provide all of this, they often still can't get you that loan. But here you have CBN saying that this bank was giving loans to its board members without securing collateral. So on paper, the loan was secured with collateral, for example, shares. But in reality, the bank did not cite the share certificate. The bank did not take possession of the certificates or set up a lien on them. And I wonder what you as a business owner or as a business manager think about that. What do you think about that? Have you tried to get a business loan from a Nigerian bank? Were you successful? Were you rejected? Were you simply told, come today, come tomorrow until you gave up? What do you think about this information that at one point, 24% of this bank's loan portfolio was non-performing loans? A lot of which, according to the CBN, were insider loans without collateral. Do you think the banking system is fair to small and medium businesses? Do you think your banks are serving you? 
0700-993-993-993. Call me from Balogun Street and from Broad Street. 01-465-7190. 01-465-7190. And 0700-993-993-993. What do you think about this situation uh, with uh, First Bank? As a business owner, as a business manager, have you tried to get a loan, a business loan from a Nigerian bank? Were you successful? Were you rejected? Were you simply told, you know, keep coming until you gave up? And do insider loans lead to corrupt practices? Tech Cabal broke the story about what they say caused the CBN to step in last week. According to them, CBN ordered First Bank to recover a loan from one of its board members. Apparently, this loan was supposed to be secured with this board member's shares in another company and in the bank. But the bank never set up the lien. But as if that wasn't bad enough, according to Tech Cabal, this board member went to another bank and got another loan with the same set of shares as collateral. So CBN was reportedly unhappy with all of this and asked the bank to recall the loan. But this wasn't done. And instead, the bank moved to retire its MD. So the CBN intervened. Now, using the collateral for two separate loans could have created a big problem if the two loans failed. Which bank will get the collateral? But it also raises the question about corruption. Are banks lending money to cronies and board members and officials who should not get those loans because they don't actually have the free collateral for it? And are those people using those loans to do business deals which give them good profits while they don't repay the loans in time or with the correct interest? If that's happening, that's corruption. Because you have to remember in the 2000s, we had a banking scandal. We found out, for example, that banks were giving loans to their MDs and their board members unsecured. Those big wigs used those loans to buy real estate. And then the bank would rent the real estate from the big wig to use as a branch. The big wig would then use that rent money paid by her bank to pay back the loan that she got from the bank. A revolving door. People using the bank's money to get rich just because they are connected. These are the types of things that um, insider lending rules have been set up to prevent. But are they still happening today? Are things like that still happening today? If you work in the banking sector, I really want to hear from you. You can talk to me anonymously. I want to know how rampant these insider deals are. I also want to know whether they are the reason why the banks don't seem very willing to lend to SME owners. And SME owners, I want to hear from you, small business owners. Have you tried to get a business loan? What was the process like? What was demanded of you? If you received the loan, what collateral did they demand from you? Did the bank secure the collateral? Did they take the papers or did they just trust you to do the right thing at the right time? Remember I told you how the former landlord in the house I live in lost his house to the bank. He used it as collateral, but when he couldn't pay back the loan a year before last, the bank repossessed the house because they had the papers. 
So are banks operating with two sets of rules for two sets of customers? I don't know. You're the customer. You let me know. 0700-993-993-993. You can also call 01465-7190. But that number is for our female callers. 01465-7190. For men, it's 0700-993-993-993. You can also share your thoughts via WhatsApp. WhatsApp is 80 959 805 We've got Twitter at Nigeria Info FM and we've got WhatsApp. Uh, have I given you a number for WhatsApp? Yes, I have. We've got Facebook where we're streaming live, uh, Nigeria Info 99.3. And don't forget, if you're in the banking sector and you want to tell me gist, I beg, you can give me a call and stay anonymous and share your story. George and Lecky, hello. Thanks for calling. Yeah, thanks, Sandra. Um, uh, for the loans, I'm not a banker, mm. but I think um, I'm going to come from another angle, which is different. Okay. For most loans, you tend to ask you for salaries, you know, especially because I think one of the gaps we have as well is for those of us in the informal sector. Informal sector, what what I do is I teach, mm-hmm. or I don't teach in your contemporary school stuff. Okay. So I give a one-on-one. It's like me giving you a private lesson in a particular for a particular service. So you're you're a tutor. Uh, exactly, mm-hmm. but not with the school okay. or with any tutorial or in the formal sense. Mm-hmm. So if I'm writing a Sandra a service to you, so I'm working for you directly on your own time when you leave the studio. So that's how my work is. Mm-hmm. So you have to find out there's a problem because they keep looking for oh, we only give it to those who work, you know, in such um, organized structure. Let me put it that way. Mm-hmm. So there's a gap. So some of us don't tend to have access to those loans. Mm-hmm. Then some banks few years ago started using their mobile app. They tell you you can um, actually get loans. And on the loans, they tell you have a six-month salary. Mm-hmm. So if, Sandra, if you've been paying me, it will reflect. Mm-hmm. So with mine, uh, mine, guess how much? I will not mention the bank. I, I tried it late last year. Okay. And um, my figure, my salary is around 200 to three and above. Okay, you know? okay. Guess how much I was entitled to? How much? 11,552 naira and nine kobo. It was how much loan you were entitled to? Entitled to, yes. <laughs> so on that salary package. So you'll find out that, you know, that isn't the app anyway. Mm. Uh, because and I make sure if Sandra wants to pay me, Sandra attaches uh, in a description as salary. So it starts reflecting in the back as salary. That mm. will get the way around it. So it, it's unfair, you know. And me, I'm adding to your discussion now because it's not just loans per se. There are so many people that are outside... You know, when you mention SME, SME, I have to register with the CAC. You submit everything, but they still think, no, we want the proper structure or whereby you open a salary account with us so that they can defend and get it directly. Uh, well, that's it for me. Yeah. George, thank you very much for calling. I, I appreciate you uh, you calling me. 99.3. Hello, hi. Hi, what's your name? Um, can I stay anonymous? Yes, please, of course. Okay, um, I I don't work in the... Uh, Banking sector? No, well, I don't work in the bank, but I work in a financial firm where we give out loans and um, investments and uh, lease portfolio and stuff like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I can tell you for a fact that that is exactly what happens in terms of the owners and shareholders and how they give out uh, facilities to themselves and their friends. Um, you you would have one um, one one party or one client who is asked to bring heaven and and, and hell just to access 
um, some like a facility. But then if you have another person who is like a friend to the director or a friend to the to the owner of the company, and he gets to bring nothing, and he goes away with the with the funds and and can delay payment back in over like months and stuff. Like it, it, it literally happens every time. Happens everywhere in, in the um, in industry. So I'm I'm not shocked about what uh, happened with um, um, First Bank at all. Hmm. Wow. Wow. Anonymous, thank you very much for calling me. Wow. Okay. All right then. Huh, interesting stuff. Okay, keep the calls coming in. I want to hear more of this. If you just tuned in, we're asking if insider lending uh, is reducing your SME's hopes of getting a loan. Insider lending and banks in general are in the news because of um, First Bank and Central Bank's clash last week. CBN stepped in and dissolved First Bank's board and appointed a new one because according to them... um, uh, First Bank's ratio of non-performing loans was 24% in 2021. Uh, Godwin Amifele said that it wasn't just that the loans were bad, it was also that most of the bad loans were what they call insider loans. And I've explained what an insider loan is. But let me t- talk to Theophilus real quick and then I'll come back and catch you up on what we're talking about. Theophilus, welcome. Good afternoon, Sandra. Good afternoon. I would like to contribute to the conversation. Discussion. Yes, please, go ahead. I think um, basically we all agree that uh, insider or related party transaction mm. in the bank and elsewhere is mm. wrong. Okay. That really is wrong. But I want to correct a, an impression about collateral. Okay. Collateral is not the basis upon which loans are granted. Okay. It's a list of the um, requirements. Mm. Car- yes, yes. I'm a banker and I can tell you that for free. Okay. The reason why I say so is this. If you have all the collaterals in this world mm. and you don't have character, willingness to pay back, you may be making good money from the uh, loan obtained from the bank, mm-hmm. but if you, are, if you don't have character and willingness to pay back, mm. maybe because um, some areas are there where it's not even easy at all to dispose of these collateral we're talking about. Mm. Take, for instance, Alaba International Market. Mm-hmm. If you give a, a, an able man a, a, a loan and you took the, took over the shop, mm-hmm. hoping that that would be your collateral. Mm. At the point of disposing, they will come and meet you. Now, you need this shop be that though. You want to buy it in this shop. Mm. Now, your brother's shop. Oh. <laughs> so, the person who wants to buy it, come back and mm. say, oh, I'm sorry, I'm not interested in the bank uh, and buying this um, asset again. Mm. And there are places like that. Okay, what if somebody tells you that you are buying uh, Adenogas asset? Mm. If you are not strong enough, you want to start that kind of fight, mm-hmm. you know inside of you that this asset belongs to Adenoga. Mm-hmm. Just because bank takes over, you want to buy it over. So, I think um, collateral or no collateral is not the basis upon which you want so, to So, that. So, how do you know the character of an SME owner who comes and wants a loan but doesn't have collateral since collateral is not the basis? Thank you for that question. Because the bank may not have a total or complete information about their character. Hmm. Bank will tell them that, okay, you're looking at five million. Let me give you 800,000 to start with. Hmm. Start your business with this or um, help your business with this. Mm-hmm. We'll give you two years or three years or whatever time that you have applied and the bank is comfortable with. Mm-hmm. If you pay back in good time, 
you can assess that, oh, your business is really doing well. That's why you're able to pay back. Mm. Okay, when you come again, you can increase it to $2 million, you mm-hmm. can use the $1.5, $1.7. Mm-hmm. That's the way it works. Mm-hmm. Because character is a very serious problem in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. A, lot of, a lot of Nigerians cannot be trusted. Mm-hmm. A lot of Nigerians bring falsified information to the bank. Mm-hmm. They get accountants to do financials for them. Mm-hmm. They inflate figures. They do a whole lot of things. Mm-hmm. So while I'm not supporting the board, doing business with themselves, mm-hmm. But people who have come to say uh, banks are not giving SME and this and that, mm-hmm. trust me sincerely. Loan is the easiest business bank would like to do. But trust me, it's one of those things that you can burn your fingers if you don't get it right. Now, a lot of money are out there, mm-hmm. not coming back. I, I, I have another question. So, since character is such a big um, determiner of whether or not you get a loan, how come the insiders are able to get the loan even though they are not repaying? And that's why we go into an issue called corporate governance. It is very poor. Corporate governance should be an ethical thing in the organization. Okay. But those who do that, giving themselves loan or, or circumventing standards, mm. they flout that corporate governance issue. Mm. And that's why I say that whatever I've said, I have not in any way trying to support the position of giving loan to cronies, to friends, or to board members. Mm. I'm just saying that Beyond banks are very um, frustrating SME, banks are doing this, banks are doing that. Mm-hmm. Okay, those who have gone to accountants and get falsified documents, mm-hmm. inflate figures and support them, as, mm-hmm. or maybe just do the account for the purpose of getting loan. Mm-hmm. And you get the loan and you disappear. Mm-hmm. So how do you want the bank to recover from those things? Mm-hmm. And you, you and I know what Nigerians or what we can do mm-hmm. from what you've heard or what you've read, mm-hmm. you know what Nigerians can do. Mm-hmm. And that's why I said, yeah, okay, a basic knowledge of um, loan, we tell you about character, we tell you about collateral, tell you about some fees in credit. And that's why I said, it's beyond collateral. Collateral is just one of them. Hmm. About six or seven fees in um, giving loan, hmm. which bank must consider before they, before they give it out. Exactly my point. The- Theophilus, thank you so much. You've been very helpful, very insightful as well. Have you tried to get a business loan from a Nigerian bank? Were you successful? Were you rejected? Were you simply told to come another day? And what do you think about this information that at one point, 24% of this bank's loan portfolio was non-performing loans, a lot of which, according to the CBN, were insider loans without collateral. What do you think about that information? Do you think the banking system is fair to small and medium businesses? Are your banks serving you? 0700-993-993-993. 0700-993-993-993. This is the best business show in Lagos, Nigeria, if you ask me, on radio. Because um, we talk about business, how it affects you. We talk about how the stories in the headlines affect you as a business woman or man or as somebody who's working for a business. Let's talk to Ade in Elasa. Hello, Ade. Hello, good evening. Thank Anna. you for calling. Ah, it's very really difficult getting you guys to. <laughs> Congratulations, you finally did it. Adi. Mm. Anyway, as for me, uh, insider abuse has been there for long. Mm. Because I happen to work in this um, bank you mentioned as a point of reference. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, it has been there for long for all banks. There's all called collaboration between themselves. 
and uh, hello they, they 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 do it purposely to enrich themselves that that's what i'm going to say concerning the those abuses and as it has been there it's only if strict uh, measures could be put in place that's the only way they, they, they can cut such um, excessive from those um, um, MDs, directors, and what, what have you. Mm. That's, that's, that's my own point of view. Okay. Concerning, uh, concerning this subject. Ade, thank you yeah. very much for calling. We appreciate it. Uh, let's see if we've got messages on WhatsApp. WhatsApp is 080-959-75805. One mama says, I once worked with First Bank as a cashier in Inugu before we were all sacked. Based on four years agreement, see Sandra, these people will never give you loans if you're not a core staff uh, from the bank. And if an outsider tries to get that same loan, what they will ask you, it's better than you meet all this aboki or microfinance bank wow mama thank you very much for your message uh we've got more messages coming in um fa says everything in nigeria that looks like an oversight is actually designed deliberately to enable the privileged a chance to take advantage of it resolve it resulting in fraud ultimately whether it's in government or it's in the organized private sector Efe, what a way to put it. Thank you very much for, for contributing to the conversation. We've got time to take one call and then we have to take a break. 99.3, hello. Hello, good evening. Good evening. Thanks for calling. What's your name? Yeah, let, please let me remain anonymous. That's fine. Now, I will tell you another sharp uh, practice. One of the sharp practices uh. that they, they normally do. Okay. Okay. They will get somebody to buy a property mm. in a very, very good location. Okay. But very, very old house. Okay. In a place like Shomolu mm. or Mushi okay. or Apapa. Okay. Or, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When they get the property, when they get the person to buy the property, the person will now come and use the property to apply for loan. They will let, uh, for example, if the person is asking for like 100, let's say the property was about. 20, 25, 30 million. Hmm. The person will come and apply for 150. Hmm. They will say, okay, apply for 150 so that you will get 100. Out of the 100, you will give me maybe 10 or 20%. The valuer that they will send to come and value the property, that one too will get about 10 to 20%, hmm. while the other person will get the remaining. They hmm. will now tell the person, set aside 10 million to pay for a while, after which you default and We'll write it off, then they will come and take your property. Ah. So by the time the, the bank gets there to value the property, they will, they will now see that the property has been overvalued. Ah. But they can't do anything. The guy is gone with the money. The guy is gone with the money, but the property they're having, maybe the guy is owing like 120 million now. Mm. The property is just about maybe 20, 30 million. Ah. Idea. Does the CBN That's... know that this is happening? The uh, CBN doesn't know anything about it. It's, it's between managers, hmm. it's bank managers, and some you know inside people hmm. who do the dirty deal. My goodness! I'm telling you the truth. I'm, I'm telling. They can't tell you. Nobody can call and challenge. If anybody to call to challenge it, hmm. I will come to your studio to face the person. <laughs> 
because they are, it's what they do. They cut, they call it, they call it job cutting. In fact, they will even be looking for people to come and do it. Come and open an account, you run it for like eight months, they will use your account to push money. Ah! Hey! It is well. It is not, oh. oh. Eh? Anonymous, thank you very much for calling. It's not well. Oh, more. <laughs> oh, more. Ha! If you just tuned in, we're talking about the banking sector on Balogun and Broad today. Balogun and Broad is a business show for you. Uh, on this segment of Hard Facts, we talk about how the issues uh, in the news uh, affect uh, businesses of all sizes. And um, today we're, we're looking at insider lending and bank loans in general. Because last week, uh, First Bank and uh, Central Bank had a bit of a clash. CBN stepped in to dissolve First Bank's board and appointed a new board. The regulator said they had to intervene to make sure that the bank remains stable, just like they did five years ago. We have to take a break. When we come back, we'll keep talking. Don't go away. Listening to your number one station for talk. Your number one station for talk. 99.3 Nigeria Info. Let's talk. If you earn a living, you probably own a business, work for one, or want to start one. Business is central to your life. But do most business shows really speak to you? Today on the show, the billion dollar valuation of Balogu and Broad does. Let's talk about the stock market and Alaba market. Let's talk about share IPOs and diesel supply LPOs. Let's talk about Broad Street. The Nigerian Stock Exchange recorded an all-time high of and Balogun Street. Uh, the maximum I was spent on fuel so on throw mm. was 4000 Logo and Broad, Wednesdays at 5. Lagos, I'm Sandra Ezekwasili. It's 5.32. We're talking about the banking industry. Is insider lending reducing your SME's hopes of getting a loan? conversation because the CBN took action uh, to dissolve the board of First Bank last week, appointed a new board, and they said that they had to do that to make sure that the bank remains stable. According to CBN, First Bank's ratio of non-performing loans was 24% in 2021. That's part of why CBN took action back in 2016 to stabilize the bank. Gordon Emefiele, the uh, CBN head, also says that it wasn't just the loans. It was also that most of those bad loans were insider loans. And I told you in the, uh, at the beginning that an insider loan is when the bank lends money to a board member or a major shareholder or a top official in the bank. Insider loans are not illegal. I have to say that. They are not illegal, but there are very stringent rules for them. 
the rules are to make sure that the bank doesn't cut corners or play favorites just to uh, give preferential treatment to board members and management. But according to the CBN, First Bank was not following those rules. So when CBN stepped in, they basically put um, um, First Bank uh, on a program to help them uh, reduce the weight of their non-performing loans. And when I, I saw that story, I started to think about you who listens to Balogo and Broad. You're a business owner. Whenever you want a loan, they ask you for all kinds of things. But now you have a caller who's in the banking sector, Theophilus, and he calls in and he says, it's actually not the collateral we want from you. It's a proof of your good character. It's a proof of character that you'll be able to repay this loan if we give it to you. And that's why sometimes you come and ask for five million, we give you 800,000 first, uh, just see whether you'll repay it and how soon you repay it. And then we can increase it from there, from there, from there, from there. And I asked him, but we have CBN saying that these banks are giving loans to board members who don't have collateral, who are not even repaying it. So, you know, as a business owner, as a business manager, how does that make you feel? And then I told you how um, Tech Cabal uh, broke a story that um, CBN ordered First Bank to recover a loan from one of its board members. This loan was supposed to be secured with this board member's shares in another company and in the bank. But the bank did not set up the lien. And as if that wasn't bad enough, according to Tech Cabal, the board member went to another bank to get another loan with the same set of shares as collateral. So CBN wasn't happy with this, reportedly, and asked the bank to recall the loan. But the bank did not recall the loan. Instead, the bank moved to retire its MD. CBN intervened, said, uh-uh. And you look at that and it raises the question of corruption, right? Are banks lending money to cronies and board members and officials who should not get those loans because they don't actually have the free collateral for it? Are those loans using loans to do business deals? These people, are they using those loans for business deals, which give them good profits and they're not repaying the loans in time or with the correct correct interest? Because if that's happening, that's corruption. And then you now heard the call from the anonymous caller who said, ah, let me tell you another one that used to happen now. And then he gave us gist. And it's blowing my mind. It's blowing my mind, man. Like, wow, woo. <laughs> wow, wow. What do you think about this information that at one point, 24% of this bank's loan portfolio was non-performing loans, which a lot of belonged to insider uh, uh, people who did not have collateral? Is the banking system fair to small and medium businesses? Have you ever tried to get a loan? What was the process like? What was demanded of you? 0700-993-993-993-0700-993-993-993. Hello, thanks for calling us. Hello. Hi, Sandra. Hi, what's your name? My name is Nidu. Nidu, welcome. 
Yeah, I'm calling from Pestak Town. Okay. It's quite an interesting topic you brought up. Mm. Um, where do I really start from? Because you can actually write a project on the entire banking system as a whole. Well, in my opinion, um, I won't say I would say that there is a gap between SME and insider trading. I won't say they are really correlated per se because the major issue you have to look at is what is actually the primary, what is supposed to be the primary function of banks and what is their current primary function. Really, we all know that banks are supposed to be intermediaries to intermediate between those who have and those who don't have. But in reality, many of these institutions are set up in order to mop up liquidity from the system, to mop up money from the system, in order to satisfy the pockets of those who actually own these institutions or have people that are affiliated to the owners of these institutions. So that, and to um, contribute to the last caller who talked about the issue of character, hmm. I really praise the guy because he made a very good analysis of it. But what he didn't point, what he didn't add to that was how you actually measure the person's character, which is the person's ability to pay back. Mm -hmm. Most of this insider uh, trading that is done by either board members or shareholders or friends, or as they call them, cronies, most of them actually have the collateral to pay back. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. There is just that they choose not to. Because of the, the name, ego, like he rightly said, many Nigerians generally have this unfortunate ego issue when it comes to um, having a little bit of power. So when put in a position of authority, they now create a situation where the management of those institutions are either forced to serve them or they find themselves on the unemployment line. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So right now, if you talk of SMEs that want most of the successful SMEs today, if you ask them, they will tell you, at least 90% of them will tell you that their businesses are actually this successful today because they actually got their seed capital from friends and family. Okay. It is along the line, when their businesses are growing, you now see banks coming to see how they can take out little funds. And that's why when you hear some ridiculous um, requests, from banks, you apply for a loan of 10 million. They are telling you, go and bring collateral of uh, 22 million. Hmm. Meanwhile, you have somebody who has probably a collateral of almost 150, 200 million. And the person comes to your bank and says he wants to collect loan of 50 million. After all, he has collateral of 100 million. Hmm. And the, 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 um, the person that is supposed to assess this, mm -hmm. The manager that's supposed to assess, he said, well, he actually has this collateral. It's mm -hmm. just for him to uh, perfect his title, which is another issue. Mm -hmm. Or perfect the ownership uh, transfer, mm -hmm. which is another issue. Many of them don't do this. At the end of the day, you have a situation where the particular collateral has now been used to collect facilities from almost every institution in the country. Then what do you have? CBN now steps in and says, oh, there's a um, regulatory... I commend, uh, as in, I actually commend the CBN for this action that was taken. But I think they could do, they could do well if they go further by ensuring that 
the risk aspect of banks, the risk aspect of banks is looked into, particularly the supervision department. The problem is not, I, I actually work with a, a financial service institution, not a bank, but a specialized institution actually. The problem, I believe, is not necessarily with um, the management of the bank, neither is it with even the board members. If the central bank set a set or put up a set of rules and expect it to be followed, and in course of their supervision, they feel these rules have been flouted or violated, they have every right to step in and take the necessary action to protect depositors. Hmm. That's their responsibility. That's the responsibility of the central bank. So, as far as SMEs are concerned, um, unfortunately, fortunately, but unfortunately, mm-hmm. the way our system is designed is not like America, where the moment you get a job, you easily have access to credit and all that. Mm-hmm. Our system is a cash system. It's a cash-based system. It's mm-hmm. cash and carry. Mm-hmm. And so, so, it makes it a tad difficult. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it, it makes it difficult for them to access it, particularly growing their business in a very difficult environment. So you're saying it has nothing to do with, um, you know, the fact that a lot of the loans are going to the people who are inside. Those loans that are going to the people who are inside, mm-hmm. let's be honest, mm. some of them actually pay back these facilities. And that is why some of these institutions are still sliding to today. Mm. Wouldn't you agree? Okay. I don't know. I'm asking you who's the insider. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> it still goes, it actually goes, some of them actually pay back these facilities. Okay. Now, um, I want to use, quickly, I'll quickly use an example of an institution that no longer exists. Okay. Um, well, since we're on air and the institution no longer exists, I don't think it's a, it's a crime to mention them in Diamond Bank. <laughs> Diamond Bank was rated as one of, if not the best retail bank when it comes to providing for small and medium-scale SMEs hmm. or businesses, as I would call them. Okay. But now, because of societal, what I call it, this impact of economics, hmm. where you have recession, inflation, and so on, a lot of businesses were struggling. Hmm. Now, I know I have. I was uh, privy to know that they had to do a lot of restructuring, a lot of restructuring. Hmm. But where is the bank today? So it's not as if some of the management of some of these banks intentionally don't want to give out this facility to small and medium-scale businesses. But the, prob- the, uh, the, the, the problem is that most of the people that actually have these volumes, this volume of money we're talking about that will make these banks grow are the same people that are committing these atrocities in the name of insider loans. Hmm. So... It's, 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 it's a, a, a mix between the devil and the deep blue sea. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a mix between the devil and the deep blue sea. I wish those growing businesses all the best because if you grow a business in Nigeria mm. and you are successful, mm-hmm. in fact, it's thumbs up for you. <laughs> Honestly. Thank you, my guy. Thank you very much for calling. 99.3. Yeah. Sandra. Hello, Sandra. Can you hear me? Yes. Thanks for calling. What's your name? Yeah, I'd like to remain anonymous. Okay, that's fine. Um, let me start by appreciating you. Uh, I can't tell them. I like your presentation. Thank you. Always very clear and articulate. Thank you. Now back to the topic of today. Hmm. Uh, in, in credit, 
like in the case that happened here in So so they may be feeling like uh, we are one of after all we can manage ourselves within. We can give me time, I can restructure. And if you keep restructuring the over and over, it will definitely stick out. And this is what happened in this case. There are some that have gone well now. There are people don't have the regulators are now aware of And there are some that are still going on. The regulators are now aware. If it goes on well, fine. It is because this one has gone bad. That's why we are aware. <laughs> Did you say if it, has, if it goes on well, fine? <laughs> ah. Because it's going on. It is because this one has gone bad. That's why we are aware. That's why the old, the old world is shouting and taking like, a, a lot of it. You know the one that has happened in the past. Hmm. Let me give her a call. Thank you. Thank you very much, Anonymous, for calling. Okay. If you just tuned in and you're wondering what we're talking about, uh, the segment is Balogun Abroad. Balogun Abroad is our business segment. And uh, today we're talking about insider lending and bank loans in general. If you are an SME manager or an SME owner, have you tried to get a business loan from a Nigerian bank? Were you successful? Were you rejected? What do you think about this information that at one point, 24% of this bank's loan uh, uh, portfolio was non-performing loans, a lot of which, according to the CBN, were insider loans without collateral? And do you think that the banking system is fair to small and medium businesses? Are your banks serving you? Now, some people will say, of course, that 24% is, um, you know, small. If you think if 24% are non-performing, it means that, um, what, 86, is it 86 now or, or 76%, you know, were performing, you know? Some people could argue that. And uh, I wonder if you think they would be right. We'll take a final call, I think, or maybe two final calls and then um, move on to just a minute. 99.3, hello. Hello. Thanks for calling. What's your name? I'm Dr. Gabriel. Welcome, Dr. Gabriel. Thank you very much. Yes. Good to have you on the show. Share your thoughts with me. Um, I can go on. Yes, go on. Yes, you're talking to Sandra now. Okay, Sandra. Hi. You're doing a good job. Thank you. There is so much meat about banks and banking. Some of them true, some of them, most of them not true. Uh, to the average person mm. on the streets, mm-hmm. he has no idea, he hasn't got much idea about how banks make their money and why banks fail. Mm. But I dare to tell you that mm-hmm. 75% of the fro- profit made by most banks come from credit. And almost 100% of the banks that fail. Uh, because of what? Non-performing loans. Um, somebody said authoritatively that it is the character. Uh, once you have a, a borrower with a good character, you are sure. Hmm. Let me also tell you that no amount of character can pay back the money if the money is not there. There are things you call eight canons of lending. They used to be five, then six, then they got to seven. Now they are eight. I guess more will come hmm. later. Once all these six, eight areas are taken into consideration, mm-hmm. and then, but the borrower 
and the bank. Bear in mind that collateral, mm-hmm. no matter how juicy, should mm-hmm. never be the basis for lending. Now, I wish we had more time, doctor, to have this conversation. But unfortunately, I have bills to pay, unfortunately. And, um, you know, I have to go pay those bills. But thank you so much for calling. I do think we need to have a special banking ep- episode so that all these my sector experts can call in.